Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. going on it's your boy Moo, aka mr 21 days aka musin thornton and i'm here with my guy my dude yo you know what it is steven shares aka mr running glasses aka mr be there aka mr you see me see you see me see you see me while i'm seeing you and listen you tune in another episode of running for a minute me and steve man episode number pippin 33, 33 on them, deuces, deuce trays. Yeah, two trays, deuce trays. Yeah, wherever you listen to us at, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Anchor, tell a friend to tell a friend about running for a minute. Hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. Tell a friend about us, man. We, we pretty dope. We be having some good content and all that good stuff. You heard? Mm. Yeah. No, listen, you got it. You Speaking of the mic, know, Steve, like, I can't oh, hear you. Like, we here for y'all. Speaking of the got mic. It. We got that fire. That, Speaking of uh, the mic, that, like, I can't die, hear you. Like, die line, die line, die line. I can't hear Hot you. Hot fire. You can't hear me? Mm-hmm. You too low. I don't know why you can't hear me. There we go. How about turning the volume up in your computer? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. That, that always works. That always does the trick, man. What's going on with you, man? Fire, fire, fire. Uh, you just messed up my whole my whole thing I was talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. You said dialogue. It's, it's over. It's over. You said the moment dialogue. You said dialogue. Is, 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 said the dialogue. moment is gone. The dialogue <laughs> fire. Fire. The hot fire. Yeah. Maybe you want a slice of cheesecake now. It's crazy. Mm. You can get somebody running, go get a slice of cheesecake. I haven't had no good cheesecake in a while either, though. It used to be, I used to go to this this person called the Cheesecake Lady. Um, they uh they used to be up uh up um not Ben Salem, one of them places, and then they moved all the way up uh Township Line Road. They doing they doing good though, but I haven't had no good cheesecake in a little bit. I'm not sure if they're still good either though. I know uh every Memorial's Day around my birthday, my mom and dad used to go to AC and go get me uh, a whole cheesecake from uh mm. on New York cheesecake factory, cheesecake factory, something something not cheesecake factory, New York style cheesecake. They used to get it somewhere from AC. Give me a whole cheesecake. Used to just devour that John. Yeah, mm. yeah, I wasn't fat either. I'm not fat shaming. There ain't nothing wrong with being fat, but I wasn't a fat young boy. You know what I mean? I just had the cheesecake. Oh, man. How your weekend went, man? You just coming off of Labor Day. Why do they call it Labor Day anyway? Is it What's the deal with Labor Day? I don't know. 
Um, it, uh, it's so many, it's so many stories about Labor Day in itself. Like, uh, it, it's a, some say it's the last day of the of, the, of the late of the summer. Mm -hmm. Of the, it's the. I don't know. Hold on, I got quite. Even though I, I didn't answer your question. But why do you why is why you can't wear white after Labor Day? Like what is that? I, 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 I mean, once you once you're gonna start going to that, I was about to go into the white whole thing white after uh, Labor Day too. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. That, that that threw me off. I'm like, you can't wear white after Labor Day. Why? What? Okay. Why can't yes. you wear white after Labor Day? Let's see. You know, Siri be knowing everything. Oh, oh, separate old money from new money. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. Uh, the you can't wear white after Labor Day rule was created to separate the old money elitists from the new money group. For those who had money and could leave the city during the winter some uh, months, white was cons considered vacation attire. Oh, that's why. Okay. Mm. All right. So if I'm so after Labor Day, so I got my own white because I'm going to Tulum. I'm going to Mexico, so I'm good because I can travel after after the winter months are over in this godforsaken Philadelphia. <laughs> so part of elite, so I'm gonna wear all white. You know what I mean? So that's why you can't wear white, Steve. You know what I mean? Because white is for warmer warmer weather. That explains it. But but what about what about people in Florida? No, they good. It's always warm in Florida, right? Yeah, they good. They good. I guess they were talking about upper. You know, that's that sounds like a northeast uh, a northeastern thing anyway. You know what I mean? That's not mm -hmm. like something that New York, Connecticut will come up with that. Maryland, all that bull crap. They come up with something like that. Sound like one of us come up with that. But it's a day you take off from laboring. Or whatever. So it's the day you take off. Take off from labor. That's what you do with that. No, whatever. Um, kids was back to school before Labor Day. I think that was it. Not even back to school. I don't know. My kids are uh, doing virtual, and that, I mean, they've been, I've been hearing some crazy stories about this virtual, like, Joke is getting uh can you hear me? Joke is getting yeah. uh, locked up. Heard about mm -hmm. the one little boy had a nerf gun. The teacher called the cops, told the principal the prince she told the principal, I think it's a fake gun, but they called the cops. Cops came to the door instead of them calling the parents and like if they was really concerned. Excuse me, about the kid's safety, they would have called the parents. But no, they want to call the cops on the black kid. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. This this virtual thing, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure yeah. out how, how they working out with kids' IEPs, kids that got to be isolated, kids that need time, like 15-minute breaks. Like, how you working that out, you know? Kids that had TSAs, don't have no TSAs. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, it's even it's it's even deeper than that. They got it to where like like we're on a Zoom call right now. 
if you wanted to as the host, you can mute everybody that's on a Zoom call. So right. you ain't really got to worry about the noise. If you wanted to, you can you can shut down you can shut down the video of the people that's on the Zoom call also. They had it to the point of where they was kicking kids off, like the like the teenagers. Mm-hmm. They was kicking the teenagers off because their kids was crying in the background. Mm. Baby cry baby started crying. They kicked they kicked them out of class. Mm. Like it ain't nothing. And and that's and that's the crazy part. Like what you what you expect the kid that still need to be finished up school that has a kid to do about the noise in the background. Right. Ten times out of ten, the kid that's still in school with a kid, ten times out of ten, doesn't live by themselves and doesn't have control of the house that right. they're living in because they're still in school. Right. Yeah, let alone, yeah. let alone if they got a little baby, the baby wants the, the parent. Right. So the baby ain't understanding like, oh, baby, don't cry, don't cry all day because I'm in school from eight to three right. or seven to two. All the baby knows you there now. You there. You know what I mean? And they want you. That's crazy. Yeah, it was on the news and everything. Like, like the teachers just kicked them out and like, oh, well, you got it. That's on them. Like, what? Like, what you mean that's on them? Y'all supposed to be teaching. Because the background noise? Like, you can mute. You can you mute. Can mute them. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, uh, I don't know, man. I I guess if they was in school, where the I would I would say where the baby go, but I know my school offered uh, child child care for. Uh, yeah, but you gotta remember, most of the child care places is closed right now. The day, yeah. all the daycares ain't open up. Yeah, no. Nah, daycares well. not not just because school started back didn't mean that the daycares open back up. And they not even at full capacity if they are some of them, because I know Imani uh. I know Imani preschool wasn't taking a certain amount of kids. I think she got waved out in the summer and the fall thing. I think they opted her out because of her asthma. And, like, uh, she didn't have an asthma attack or snuffy, stuffy nose or anything since she'd been out of school. But you know how kids are, germs and all that. So that's a good thing. That's a plus. We went, sheesh, dang. September, yeah, because we went away. Since you had, yeah, September make a whole year without a. Uh, no, it don't. Cause she went back in November. Yeah, September make a whole year without asthma attack. So mm-hmm. that's that's cool. I mean, preventive me- measures. We've been giving her, uh, you know, the pills they say to give her to open up her lungs and stuff. The asthma, the uh, the pumps at night. Drops it in the morning. It's, it's like three different medications she she take. Uh, preventative measures for that. Uh, not strong steroids, but we thought it was gonna bulk her up. But it helps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It helps. So even and even take out vitamins and stuff. Well, uh, watch watch you see everything turn around in November. Soon after this election, everything gonna turn around. After this that's election, cool. everything gonna turn around. Everything is moving up. That's the crazy. But listen, the the crazy part about it is like, even the election itself, like, it's always something before the election. It's they, always something. They got a vaccine. It's <laughs> always something before. They said the a vaccine coming out in October for U.S. It's always something with these when the election time. Like it's always. You remember we remember Ebola was rampant? Yeah. 
Ebola been in Africa forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Then all of a sudden, election year is rampant. Like, oh, we, oh, Ebola. Uh, shorty, shorty, a nurse went over there and, and caught it, brought it back over the state. But, I mean, Obama and Biden acted swift. They shut it down, man. Isolated. Like, yeah, let's, let's throw her in the tent. I mean, and uh, keep that over there where it belongs. But uh, yeah, everything wrapping up elections. Uh, like five books coming out against Trump. Always people that was former workers, they just mm -hmm. come against him, trying to make a couple of dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. The board put out a statement. He said, "Yeah, do the voting by the end, walking and 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 vote." What? Huh? A melon ballot? Do the melon ballot and and vote in person? Did did our president of the United States just say that? Mm -hmm. Did did he say that? Mm -hmm. And his, his press secretary said, "Oh no, maybe he he was misspoken. No, he wasn't misspoken. He, he he don't fully understand. You're the president of the United States, and you don't understand the voting rights. You understand that you just told people to uh." Uh, 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 to vote uh, twice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do voting fraud? You just told people that. You just mm -hmm. told people to commit voting fraud. That's what you just told people. Crazy. 45. And not, listen, and not to mention, he had them, he had them take out, um, take out the post boxes. The boxes. Mm -hmm. the, the, the blue boxes that, so that you can put the mail in the mail. You took yeah, the mail boxes. They said it wasn't being, they weren't even being used. Those joints weren't being used. Excuse me. Excuse me. They, those joints weren't being used. That's why they wasn't, uh, they was taking them out. So, so they we'll decided take to take them out this year. They decided to take them out this year. Out of all the years you've been, could have took them out. Right, but this year. Yeah, that's, that's Listen, what they do. Not even, not even just that. They even, even in uh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia specifically, they have they uh they having out of out of um out of town people come in to run the the voting places. So the don't you know how normally it's just some it's some local people. It might be an older lady from down the block or older people in that neighborhood that actually runs the polls and tick your name and stuff like that. Mm. They they trying to ship in. They are trying to ship in people from like the counties or outside of Philadelphia to come in and actually do the polls for them. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, so they're trying to have people that trying to have people, basically it's a, they call it an intimidation uh, a tactic. So you'll have a bunch of people in there that don't look like you, that you don't know. That's probably talking that that's probably uh probably going to look at you a certain way, probably going to treat you a certain way when you get there and and wonder why people ain't going to want to go vote, why people ain't going to want to go in there or, and also make you stay in line longer for no reason. So, so if the line, if, if, oh, let's add more I'm, to it. I'm about to take off and, uh, yeah. add more to it. And then oh, you, you got to check to make sure your voting place is still your voting place. Huh? Your voting place that you normally go vote at may not, yeah, may not yeah, still yeah, be yeah. your voting place. We, we ran into that in the primary. I mean, yeah, in the primaries. 
we ran into that. Like, imagine you getting off work at five o'clock. You go here to vote. They say, oh, no, no, no. You vote like eight blocks away. Then you get there and the line out your blip. And yeah. you like, man, I just got off work. I just came from this place. I'm out. I think, I mean, I guess that'd be private and vote, but you can't. I'm going to ask my, uh, you know, my cousin is the Democratic uh, election official. I think that's his, <laughs> I think that's his title. But can't you just feed the people pizza while they wait in the line? Like, you know what I mean? I think that might be some kind of robbery or something. Oh, that might be coercion. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and then listen, if you were if oh, he, the city he did, too, oh, Omar Sabir, he the city commissioner. So he's he's in charge of the voting. Understand too, they can't they can't even tell you to vote Democratic or Republican no more. Right. They only can pass you a paper when you come. That's it. They can't say nothing about the paper. They right. can't talk about the paper. They can't say the names on the paper or anything of the sort. Yeah. Well, that been no yeah, they're always been that way. Sorry. But no, that's what I'm saying. That's why passing out pizza or sodas or ice cream or whatever idea that possibly could make help people stay there to stay so they can vote or give out free pretzels or something may not be possible because it, you can't even tell them, like, yo, you should vote Democrat. Yo, you should vote Republican. Right. Yeah. But. Uh, number forty-five. He, uh, I, 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 um, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him because he showed you. <laughs> he showed you, like, yo, like I will get one of the highest paying job, one of the highest positions in the world that I'm not qualified for, and then I'm gonna put all my homies in spots that they're not qualified for, and then I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure I keep this position. Mm. So, I, I under I know people like that. Like so, he's using his his abilities to um to stay where he want to stay. Like uh, I ain't, I'm mad at, at him. The joke the Joker don't want to get locked up. He know charges soon he get out that office. Charges man brought up against him. Joker did not show his federal income. He didn't show his filings yet in four years. That's against the law. Mm. If the if the IRS subpoena you, ask you for your your tax your your statements, you supposed to show them your statements. That joke is that joke is playing a dirty game, man. He trying to stay in there. You heard him say, "Can somebody say twelve more? How about twelve more years?" Yeah, man. He mm. trying to stay in there for life. He trying to stay in there for life. That's what he trying Listen, to say. And what was his? I forgot what his buddy name was. The one that just lied for him. Who called him? His uh, I think so. I think just lied for him, or just lied and everything, and then got found guilty. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give him a presidential pardon because he's loyal." Oh, <laughs> like, okay, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "Yo, that's crazy," but only number forty-five. They're not listen, and and that's and that's the thing about it though. People gotta understand. Not to say that, not to say I agree with 
with uh, Trump any way, shape, or form or anything like that. But Trump is showing you what loyalty look like. You supposed to you supposed to get on, even if you not, even if you are not qualified for wherever you get to. You supposed to get on, and you supposed to open up the doors for everybody else. Well, he he said he was gonna do it though. He said he was gonna do. It. He, he said he said if I ever run for president, I'm gonna run for Repu as a Republican because they're the most stupidest people ever. Mm-hmm. He said. He said all you gotta do is feed, and he don't care, man. He race bait. He race bait. He just feed into his. And one thing I can say, he ain't trying to. He ain't trying to walk, you know, two hours. He feeding his base, feeding his base, feeding his base. You know what I mean? Now he's trying to build a black black men. But no, bro. That's what he's doing. He's feeding his base, feeding his base. You can't blame him, like you said. Can't blame him. Can't blame him at all. Yeah, but uh, y'all got to get out here and vote, man. Have to. It's imperative that we get out here and vote so that we can, so we can not, and it's not necessarily only about getting Trump out. It's about getting everybody out that he put in positions that they don't need to be in. The, they, he, you got the, you got the number one heart surgeon in the world as the, as the, uh, the head of HUD just because he's black. And not to say I, I'm against uh, people that look like us getting positions that, they may not be qualified for or shouldn't be ahead of. But I'm just saying, like, why would you give the person who is one of the number one surgeons in the world the head of HUD? You gave the lady the head of, of all of all schools just because you know them. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. We need to get them all out because we need more qualified people in all the positions just making the real decisions. It's, that's really figuring out the budgets because that's what matters is the budgets and the allocations of stuff. If, if you want, if you want better schools, you want better neighborhoods, you want better banks, food and all the other stuff. It's these people that's in these positions. Some of these positions appointed by the president. So, so yeah, what qualifies? Yeah. Cause HUD, we, if, if they stay in the office, we're going to really start seeing you know what's gonna to happen to somebody know HUD is uh housing urban develop housing of urban development. We're gonna find out how it's it's really shaking and moving, really, in the next four years. Because that's when that's when you can just go bananas as a president. Because there's no reelection. You can just do what you wanna do. You understand what I'm saying? I think uh they they mentioned how Donald Trump pardoning people and all that, but you know Obama Obama pardoned and released more people than any president. Yeah, they don't say that. Um, but yeah, once once that four once if he reelected, you you gonna see you gonna see the difference. You are gonna see the change because mm -hmm. look, he got the house he got the house with him, so like. Ain't nothing. I mean, do we got the House with them or the Senate? The House is Congress. Congress is ruled by Republicans. The Senate. He got one on with him. One of those houses. One is Congress or the Senate. He got one on with him. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm glad he didn't overthrow, uh, you know, what's called Affordable Health Care Act in the middle of a pandemic, what he was trying to do. Uh, that's wild in itself, trying to trying to cut people health care off in the middle of a pandemic. That's wild. What he did do, he took that COVID relief money. This this is this is what I'm saying, man. He took the COVID relief money. He said, you know what, Democrats ain't playing. They still want to get his money to the post office. This is what I'm going to do. With this COVID relief money, I'm going to make it stimulus money. I'm going to give people their stimulus. So he busy worried. He's so worried about the economy. He don't care about the COVID. Mm-mm. Or is it a real thing? <laughs> Listen, if you if you pay attention, Mike Pence don't Mike Pence go into these quote unquote COVID hotspots with no mask or nothing on, with no, he's in there just regular talking like it's nothing. Like, oh, like, hey, like, what's going on? Mike Pence, like, 60-something. Like, he up there. So, uh, I don't know. I don't but, know. But one of, then one of Trump homies just died from uh, coronavirus? But then you got to remember in the, in the hospitals that they calling everything coronavirus when you die because they get, they get way more money for, if you die from coronavirus than if you die from anything else. So if you had a heart attack, coronavirus. If you die from respiratory problems, coronavirus. If your foot got chopped off and you bled out, coronavirus. Listen, I went in there for kidney stones. They locked, they closed my room and put a sticker on my on my door, and I thought it said coronavirus. And I'm sitting there mm. looking like, hey, listen, I'm in here for kidney stones. Don't uh don't coronavirus me. It make you scared to want to go to the hospital. That's what it do. But um be getting into a whole lot of politics. Shoot, how was how was the uh we done with politics? Yeah, politics. We done. listen. Go on listen, vote. Huh? Go on vote. Go on vote. I don't yeah. care how long it takes, you stand out there. Go on vote, man. Don't let them suppress your vote. What I'm telling you is get them out melon pile. Like uh in Jersey, I know Jersey. Yeah, listen to Jersey, get a melon bottle. They're allowing you to uh, mail in your vote, and they're allowing you to track it. They're allowing you to track it, that you can actually track where your vote is going at. So go out and do that. But vote. Uh, yo. Excuse me. My bad, Steve. How was that event? Oh, the event? That event was phenomenal, yo. Like, it was an opportunity. So for those who don't the name know. name of the event? Um, the event was called, uh, what was the actual name of the event? That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. It was called Back to School Concert. Okay. So it was a, it was a couple, it was a couple organizations that basically like threw a concert for the kids. Like it was all youth performers. So they got rappers, singers, ones that play instrument, ones that do dance and all types of stuff gave them a chance or a platform to perform on. So it was an event thrown uh, thrown in Huntington Park area, for those who are familiar with uh, Philadelphia. And it basically, they was doing, um, they was giving out book bags, they was giving out food and stuff. They was doing sign up for uh, for school and for the, um, for the elementary school. I think Bethune is the elementary school, right? Yeah. Bethune? Yeah, they was doing yeah. sign up for Bethune. So they was doing like basically giving back to the community and giving them an opportunity to to come together on a positive note. And and it was like, yo, it was great. 
it was great. Like it was a bunch of kids out there. It was a bunch of uh, resources that was given out, and there's a bunch of like, it was a nice, it was a nice event without no, uh, without no trouble. That was good. And they had Pastor Carl Day with came up there and talked a little bit, like okay. basically, basically telling the um, telling them like, yo, like we need to come together. We need to, we need to do more of this. We need to, we need to uh, make sure that we um, that we helping each other and not hurting each other. And and that's what it is. Like it was a great, it was a great opportunity. I'm sorry for those who missed it. I'm sorry. Listen, and if you don't know, like I said, my homie Ryan, Ryan Manny, is Manny Ryan? No, I'm forgetting his last name. Ryan, as I plant, as I plant this seed, he uh he definitely does a bunch of community. His adventures. name is Ryan. Yo, you. His name is Ryan Harris, boss. Harris, my bad. <laughs> Yo, listen. I know. I know like thirteen Ryan's. Okay, okay. Don't don't judge. Don't judge my. Uh, don't judge my mind. Don't don't charge my heart. It's my mind. It slips up sometimes. You was way old. The crazy the crazy part is this though. Me and Ryan. Me and Ryan grew up together. That's even worse that I don't know his last name. You way off, yo. But yeah, but like he he had he has his organization. They do a bunch of stuff. And he got um he's actually opened up his center in October. Okay. So so where's center? Cool. Um, it's gonna be in Hunter Park area. I, I don't know the exact address yet, but when I get the information, I'll I'll bring it to the I'll bring it to the line. Let everybody know. But it'll be in the Hunter Park area. Okay, they had a pavilion black dog. I think I knew Ryan. Seen Ryan before? Maybe not. I don't know. That's dope. That's dope. Anything uh I celebrated anything else this weekend for you? you did, no, sir. what about what about your weekend? Oh man, I celebrated my uh my seventh wedding anniversary with my beautiful wife, uh Deidre. Uh oh, so we she up she's been pinned up with you for seven years? And that's what oh, the t shirt said. That's what I the t shirt said. I gotta pray for her a little bit more. Yeah, we we did that. We did that on Sunday, man. Uh, man, we went out Penn Treaty Park, where it all started because we got married down Penn Treaty Park. Uh, so we had a picnic down there. Uh, shout out to my girl Ramisha Beckham, uh, aka Party Time Boutique. She set up, she set up the uh, picnic area for us. Had the pillows laid out, the blanket laid out, the baskets. Uh, man, it was wonderful. Uh, my cousin, uh, Shay underscore Shay underscore Shay on Instagram. She made us the food. She catered it. Oh, man. She made some salmon, shrimp, and grits. Oh, God. I wanted to smack her mama, boy. You hear what I'm saying? Salmon, man. shrimp, and grits, man. Oh. And she made chicken and waffles and some potatoes and some macaroni and cheese. But I kept on going back to the salmon, shrimp, and grits. I could have ate that just alone, man. And I was mad because I started eating other food and I didn't want to be glutton. And just honestly, I had to I had to I had to put it down, man. Cause my stomach is shrinking because I'm getting a little I'm my diet. But man, oh man. Oh that food was everything, man. Oh yeah, so we had fun, man. Uh and shout out to the boy. We could have could have got him an interview on one here. Shout out to the boy. Um, the pasta boy, Marquise, Friday, my son, his new venture, man. 
his venture into uh, his catering starting. By this time next year, he want to have his own food truck. So food truck, little stand restaurant, he want to have it. He want to have it. So he rents in the cooking, you know, his pasta is, is, is Alfredo. So uh, shout out to him for making that decision, man. College not for everybody. Fixing cars not for everybody. Sometimes you, not sometimes, but all the time you gotta go with your passion, man, and your and find your purpose. And if your purpose in life is uh, making people happy through food, making people happy through your writing, making people happy through your acting, you gotta follow that gift and you gotta follow that purpose. You gotta work it out because you be trying, you be roaming around here trying to do this and trying to do that and wonder why it's never working because your purpose on life, your perfect on earth, your purpose, excuse me, your purpose on earth wasn't that. Mm. Your purpose on earth wasn't that. Like mm. you, you can be in the wrong field and like your purpose on earth wasn't that. I get people like I'm, I'm one right now. I'm working my reality in my dream. What that means is I have a nine to five. I come home early. I come home. And I work my goal, you know what I mean? My website, I'm going to get on my website. But I work my goals, man. I work my, I got 21 days of life. I work my, I, I put in two books. I got I got a miniseries coming up. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, my goal is to have my miniseries done by September. So what I, what I put on my goals, that's my time frame, the end of September. How I work it, every day. Work on the missions every day. Type it up, you know what I mean. Twenty one every day. Work on it. So once I'm done writing it, we can start production. In the meantime, I'm stacking up this dough so I can start production with that. That's how. That's how it go, man. You work your goal and your dream. Yesterday, came home, had three meetings. One meeting for a show that. Uh, one meeting for a, a virtual conference that I'm doing with my man, Ambitious. And we're gonna have the ambitious, ambitious the poet uh on on a show. Uh that we doing in October. Uh, another meeting with the web board. We working on my website. My website be up and running. Uh I wanna do a hard launch. I think in no the first of November, just on a simple fact that I think people gonna need some strong stuff to go into the new year. And I know a lot of people getting married. So I'm gonna offer my marriage services, my coaching services. I know a lot of wet people going through it in marriages, man. So I'm offering my services, man. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's working your reality. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's your reality. You working your reality along with your dream and your your goals. So you gotta set it, and there's a lot because like everybody can't drop what they're doing and just start entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you can't. You can't fault people for doing that. Oh, you're not stepping all the way out. No, Nick, for the simple fact that I only get, I'm only getting five hours of rest a day, five hours of rest a night, or four hours of rest sometimes, mm. I'm working it. I'm working it until I can't work no more, until I've reached my full capacity. And then on that time, that's why God's stretching me right now. You understand? When you feel like you can't, I'm like, dang, how you do all that? What time you get up in the morning? 2.30? What time you get off work? What time you got off work yesterday? Four o'clock. So so what that mean? I clocked in at 3.30. Got off at four. Put 12 hours in. Took, took a shower. Boom, boom, came home. Ate, took a shower. 
I had time to cook. Wife wasn't in. She was running around, had the kids all day on uh, virtual Zoom. So she ain't feel like cooking. And plus, I don't eat her food no way. She ain't cook. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't do that today. Hey, yo. Don't do that, picked, up, picked up me some shrimp. <laughs> ate on my way home. Took a shower. 5.50. Take my little woo side moment. 6 o'clock. Had a meeting. 6.30. Meeting over. 6.45. Matt calling me. Yo, you got your screen up. Ready for uh, Squarespace. Da -da -da. Yeah, I have it up. Meeting went home, boom. Like an hour went home, setting up the website, setting up the paid things, all that, putting pictures up on there. Cool. Seven, seven, uh, seven thirty. Call of, I'm, 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 uh, I'm marrying a couple on October the first, I believe. October the first, marrying them. Call them up. Have a little pre, pre reckless or whatever, like getting to know them. Da da. -da. Oh no, I'm I ain't home yet. 7:45. It's supposed to be at 7:30. You no, know, I go to bed at nine. I'm in the bed at eight. Had to talk to them. Did we have with them, man? And circle goes on again. Not to mention mm -hmm. spending time with my wife. You know what I mean? Had to do my benevolence as a husband last night. You dig me? Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that that comes in. That comes in working. You working? But I know. Like God is stretching me. I know it's God stretched me so far so I can have enough capacity to stand where he about to take me at. Because I know when this website, boom, hit people off the head with these programs that I offer, you know what I mean? Coaching plans, 21-day coaching plans, you know, individual coaching, family coaching. I always, always do that. The, 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 the wedding services, the vow renewal, and the workshops for the churches. I I know I I know it's it's listen, I know it's gonna be like yeah I'm coming off the job, it's a matter of time, it's a matter of time, but at time God said you know you do this because still in a job, I'm serving my purpose in job, like you can't be at a job and you a minister or be at a job and you you call yourself a preacher or be at the job and you 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 somebody of God and people look up to you and you're not praying for nobody. People don't come to me like, yo, can I get your number, man? I, every every time I think I ain't supposed to be there, God bring another person my way. Mm. Mm. Like, what, if, what if you weren't here? Listen, you 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 hit on a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't want you to breathe past the uh, the main topic that you was talking about. It's like, yo, your purpose. Your purpose. Like when you're walking in your purpose. Right. Like, it's really that simple. When you're walking in your purpose. Now, nobody said your purpose is going to be easy. Nobody said your purpose is going to be simple. But the thing is, when you walk in your purpose, you're going to start seeing doors open that never was open before. You're going to see opportunities that you never saw or even thought that could be yours because you're walking in your purpose. And your purpose is going to do stuff for you that you didn't know you needed to be done. Like you didn't, you didn't know that you needed to grow in that area. You didn't know that you needed to become better with whatever it is until you start walking in your purpose, and and your per and like I said, your 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 purpose is a gift, right. and your gift will make room for you. Right. It's going. Let's going to do. It's nothing you can do about what your where your purpose is going to take you.
Like, listen, I the stuff I do now with the youth and entrepreneurship and all the other things, stuff like that, I never said that I wanted to do this. Right. I never said I wanted to create a company called Running Glasses. I never said that I wanted to partner up with like-minded individuals and go out here and help people and change lives and, and go to youth events and, and, and build the communities and all that. I never said, that was never my purpose. My goal, listen, when I was young, my goal was to, my goal was to get a job that paid a hundred thousand so that I can, so that I can quote unquote, enjoy life. That was my purpose. That's what I thought my purpose was. Well, you got that. <laughs> yeah, but when you but the thing about it is this though, when you walk in your purpose, you get you get everything you was looking for and, and more. more and more. Yeah. But I didn't now now I'm making now I'm making over a hundred thousand and technically not working. Like I got a job but don't got a job. Mm -hmm. Like I got a I got a name on a on a on a desk, but I don't be at the desk. Right. But. But the thing is this though, God has provided me with so with so much more than I need or so much more than I thought I was going to get or have that I'm able to be the blessing out here. I'm able to I'm able to help people with problems with just simple financial problems. It's so many people with financial problems. So many people right. that it's so many people that's a hundred dollars short, two hundred dollars short, three hundred dollars short. True. If you get up to five hundred. You got the people got five hundred dollar problems. They about to be homeless, right? Because of right. a five hundred dollar problem, right? But God blessed me with abundance, so I'm able to help when I can, help where I can, and able to and able to uh, show them that like, look, like, all right, cool, like, no, I'm not agreeing that you've been going the right path or doing what you're supposed to do, but now they're more they're more open to listen because they know I have the solution to their quote unquote immediate problem. And the thing is, after the conversation, I find out they got they got another problem or a real problem or a deeper problem or or issue with themselves or issue with their feelings or issue with life. So that little hundred dollars or that little borrowed money that they asked for isn't even what the conversation be about. Some of them some of them need some of them some people Sometimes God give people problems so that they can come to you for the solution. Mm. And you look at that little, at whatever the problem is that you know you can handle for them. And you tell them, no, you tell them I can't do it. And they say, mm. no, but no, God had a bigger purpose, but God know that tomorrow person, that God know that that person wouldn't come, won't come to you unless they have a problem, mm. but God will never give them a problem. That's going to come to you that you can't solve. That's just like the, uh, it's just like um, I forgot I forgot the guy name I forgot the uh, he was the captain of the guard and he and he had um he had uh leprosy, what was it Naaman? That was Naaman. Mm -hmm. Naaman had leprosy, right? The captain of the guard. Mm -hmm. So the king that the king that Naaman worked for sent word to the other king like yo like listen yo you got to heal Naaman from the leprosy and this that and other, and the other king like what like who oh, who am I to that you think that I can heal leprosy and this, that, and the other, like the king tore right, his right, robe right. and everything. Like, no, like, oh, right. what, what am I doing? Right. But then the, that king, he had a little girl. He had a girl that knew about the prophet that could do mm -hmm. that can that can heal him. Knew about Elijah. 
And that's the thing about it is God's not going, God wasn't, the purpose was not for God to send the message from the king to the king. Mm -hmm. The purpose was for God to send Naaman to Elijah. And like, you are Elijah. Don't worry about that whole, all these problems, this, that, and other. God's not going to send you a problem that you can't fix. Right. That you can't handle. Right. He will not give you more than you can bear. Right. And some of, and some of y'all get stuck on that. Some of y'all get stuck on, oh, that's not my problem. No, that is your problem. If you connect to the people, if you if you have any type of relationship with people, you their problems are your problem. God's going to give you more. God's going to give you more to solve their problem too. Right. Even when it don't look like he gave you more to solve their problem, once you solve their problem, you're going to see the more come after that. But that's what we're supposed to be, though. Problem solvers. We, we are the answers. If you walking around like you ain't doing nothing, like you ain't answering nothing, like then like what you living for? Serious. Like us as servants, like a uh, serving guy is your reasonable service since we're in the Bible, right? Is your reasonable service. So part of serving God is to be a servant and yourself. Be serving to serving God people. Remember, Jesus said, though, I pray uh like I pray for you, but you pray for the world. So it's our job, it's our duty, you know, to pray for the world. It's our job, it's our duty to be salt of this world. If the world mm -hmm. lost its salt, then where's the flavor? Like, come on. Like, it's mm -hmm. our duty. It's our duty to be answers. I'm somebody answer. I got that shameless plug. I got that in my first book uh, 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 titled, like, I'm the answer. Like, I'm the answer. I walk in a job, like, I'm the, all right, cool. I don't feel like being here, but I know I'm somebody answer. Mm -hmm. I know just my, my life, I'm somebody answer. I got a man at my job, my uh, buddy at my job. He love hearing me sing. Are you ain't singing in the morning? Three thirty in the morning, I'm singing. Don't know what. No, don't matter what. I was singing this morning. Uh, it never rains in Southern California. It don't have to be no gospel or nothing. But I'm just singing. And just a simple fact, a dude singing three thirty in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, singing. Some boys say, uh, you must have got some last night. Nah, bro. Just singing, man. It keeps mm -hmm. me up. You know what I mean? And I noticed, like, in the business I'm in, sanitational, like, it's crucial. Because you get cursed out every day. I get cursed out every day. At least 10 times a day. By uh, motors or customers anyway. But, like, I'm coming in. I'm like, yeah, I'm somebody answer, man. I don't know what anybody going through, but I know when they hear me sing, I got to sing. Sometimes it's like, mm -hmm. yo, you get you got to sing something. I be listening to sports radio uh, in the morning, but I'm like, yo, let me find something. I gotta sing something. I gotta get, I gotta get. Yeah, listen. Uh, I gotta it, get a song in my head. I gotta get a song in my head to sing for you, cause I gotta be somebody answer, man. I had super, I had manager, the general manager. He said, I told my wife about you, man. He said, I used to hate coming in here to open up for you guys. But just to see your face, just smile early in the morning. Yeah. Got to put that smile on. Even when I don't want to put the smile on, I put the smile on. Why? Because I'm somebody answer. I'm mm. somebody happiness. I'm somebody bright mm. spot in the morning. You understand mm. what I'm saying? That, that's when you know you are answered. That's when you know you're working on purpose. That's when your life is purposeful for people. The brother ain't had to, he ain't had to tell me that. And what you gonna tell me? What general manager's job gonna tell me that for? Like he don't got no kudo points with me. I'm a good worker regardless, cause that's what I do. I got pride where I do, anything I do. 
But he said, yo, so I'm like, yo, I got game time. Game time. I got to have a smile on my face. Hey, when I get on the truck and I'm feeling like, I just feel it myself. You know what I mean? I deal with it myself. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You, 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 you the answer. You the answer. Yeah. If you're not the answer, what you here for? If you, if you go through the whole day not helping nobody with anything, what are you here for? Mm. You know what I mean? You, you, you mm. scrolling through Instagram, Facebook all day. You still can say, "Oh, that was blessed." Mm. Somebody say something, you say, oh, that was blessed. That hurt, helped my spirit. Guess what that do to that influencer or do to that person that had that post on? It encourages them. But you just scroll through it like <laughs> they think they somebody. Mm. And you ain't do nothing all day. You, you Eight hours of work, you ain't say nothing. You just did your eight and skate. You ain't say God is good to nobody. You ain't offer nobody a piece of your sandwich. You ain't buy nobody lunch. You wasn't nobody answer. You wasn't your kids answer. I need help with my homework. I don't got time for that. I'm tired. Go to sleep. You ain't nobody answer. The pillows don't even like you because you're wearing them out. You ain't nobody. <laughs> like, you ain't nobody answer, yo. Like, you got to live your life for, like with, with a purpose. Like, I'm somebody answer, yo. Mm -hmm. Like, even with Keith, I said, like, he eating the food, like, cooking food. I need a good, I need some good food. I'm the answer for good food. I'm your answer for good food. I'm going to answer for tasty pasta. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. Listen, and, and the thing about it is, don't, don't try to qualify your answer. Because some mm -hmm. answers just be small. Some yeah. answers are small. Some answers is a smile. Like some people, like just smiling at somebody. It, that's the answer that they mm -hmm. needed. Some people just need a hello. Some people just need a, a, a like under their pictures. And some people just need a, just need some support in some type of way. Some people like it's, it doesn't always cost you what you feel like it might have to cost you or anything of that sort. Like sometimes it's something real simple that you can do to be the answer to somebody. And that's yeah. the question. Like, what are you, why aren't you being the answer? Like, what are you doing with your day? Because at the, at the end of the day, everybody done been through something before where like, yo, you just, you needed a smile where you needed to be around happy people and stuff like that. Like I go around certain people because I know they're happy. Yeah. I know if my if yeah. my energy is down, I know yeah. if I go around certain people, yep. their energy up. Yep. I know they're gonna crack a joke. I know they're gonna do something to bring me back out of bring me out of my phone. People, I mean, and, uh, my my wife don't understand why I watch The Office because after a long day, stressful day, you know what I mean? I'm smiling. I'm smiling for everybody else. Who gonna feed? Who gonna feed the feeder? Hmm. Who gonna feed the feeder? Like who gonna recharge your battery? Right. Like I'm good. I'm good with reading the word. I listen to the word. You know what I mean? Read the word. I'm good with that. Reading the sermons, but the joy, you know, joy that Lord give you, whatever. But that 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 laughter, you know what I mean? Because you can't. Some days you can't. You don't want to crack a smile. So where you get that from? Go to my favorite comedies and get that. That's where you get it. Go ahead, you saying something? I'm sorry, man. No, no, you basically said it. You basically I'm, said it. Like, like, listen, you gotta be that joy. You gotta be that light. You gotta be that answer. You gotta be that purpose. You gotta be the. the you gotta be the one to fix. You gotta be a fixer. You gotta be a. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta be a make. Uh, listen, God is a way maker, but God made you in in His own image. 
So God I'm, is a way maker. Guess what I'm, you should be. I, I'm sorry. I'm not telling you wait. You're a waste if you're not doing the <laughs> answer. I'm. Well, I'm trying to say. No, is, I'm telling you a waste. You waste of space. <laughs> you is waste. Of, listen, if you ain't out, listen. All right, boom. I wasn't gonna do it until you just said that. All right, look, listen, listen, listen. If you not out here helping nobody, if you out here only taking from everybody. If you if you don't want to oh like a wet mop like if you don't want to come in a room and and just take the energy out if you the person if you the person that always got problems and you put your problems on everybody else and you ain't helping nobody else and you ain't doing nothing yo you a waste of space like you in the way all you are in the way like listen listen I'm do something like really like if you if you are always the center of the problem. Mm. The center of the problem. It's all like if you you're the center of my joy. You're the center of my problems. No one has more negativity than you. Go ahead. Every time problems come around, it got your name attached to it somewhere. Oh no! <laughs> oh you! Uh, oh no! I was. Uh, I don't feel like. Uh, and they was. Uh, and then this happened. Uh, and then all that. Uh, like yo. Like, come on. Like, listen, you the kind of person that come around somebody that's already happy and you make them unhappy because you because you feel like bringing the problem to them. Oh, because you know en en energy don't go away. It just transfer. <laughs> energy don't go away. Before, if you're that negative person, like, before you come around me, I need you to go for a run. Transfer yeah. that energy on your run. Go for, go to the gym. You know what I mean? Transfer that energy there. Punch on a punching bag or something. Don't come around people like Steve saying like, uh, uh, why they looking like that? Why I smell like that? Mm, uh, why that tastes like that? It's free. That's why it tastes like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> listen, cause you don't listen. The thing about it is this though, you might you only you might only got two questions with me. I don't I don't know why everybody else go. Don't come around. You might only got two negative questions with me. The first one, the first one might catch me off guard because I wasn't ready for it. Then the second one gonna get you gonna get an answer. Like don't listen. Just know I got an answer for you. Don't don't think that you just gonna come around and, and steal my happiness or steal my joy or steal the steal the energy out of where we at. Like no, you gonna I'm gonna give you an answer. You gonna figure out. You gonna learn the hard way or the easy way. Listen, if you want, I I tell people all the time like yo, if you want some attention, let me know. <laughs> let me know. You catch or you get all this attention if that's what you want. Oh, and you that, feel like talking negative. Oh, that's what we do. That's what we do. That that's what we do. Oh, that's that's what we doing. Oh, all I right. got you. I got you. All right, all right. Make make sure make sure you well, make sure you need some, wear some clean socks before you do that. Clean drawers too. Uh huh. Ooh, start calling about Joker headline and all. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, listen, we going now. We listen. We ain't gonna keep. We ain't gonna listen. You not gonna bring keep bring my bring my energy down. You ain't gonna keep trying to bring my the room I'm in down. We in here laughing and joking and having fun. And you come here just talking about nothing. Oh, I got you. I, I oh you want oh you want the attention, huh? Now we gonna laugh. We gonna laugh and joke because of you now. But no, listen. I all all I say is like like you said. Oh, you gotta be an answer. If you yo stop stop being in the way. Stop being a problem. Stop bringing people down. Stop stop bringing yourself down. Stop because we got people. Listen, we got people that put themselves. We got people that put themselves in front of a Mack truck and then complain about getting hit by the Mack truck. 
Yeah. You know where the Mack truck is. You put yourself yeah. in front of the Mack truck. You see it. And then the you Mack truck hits you. You making it into, oh my, I can't believe I got hit. So what? You see it. Like, you like that energy. You like the people looking at you like you a victim. You like people mm-hmm. feeling sorry for you. Mm-hmm. You like all of that because you keep putting yourself in it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it only took me it only took me one time to burn my hand on the stove. One time. Guess who ain't play on the stove again? That's not Steve. <laughs> Steve, yeah, listen. Was, you was one of those type, type of kids, huh? <laughs> yeah, listen. Steve burned his hand on the stove. You, you tell me. Look, I, see, that's, that's where I get getting, I be gullible and naive. So gullible and naive, Musain. You tell me. If you tell me, it's how I believe you. So I'm, I'm a big believer of people. <laughs> of people, uh, the gift and the curse that I have, you know what I mean. So I read like you tell me it's hot. I believe you. You say the the snake bites. Okay, I had a supervisor. They said, "Oh, he he a dirty old man." Da 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 da. Said Joker never bit me before, so I I I I give you a chance to bite me. But you tell me that's still hot. I believe you. I believe you. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-mm. Steve, Steve used to be hard headed. I ain't hard headed no more. Mm-mm. I learned my lessons a lot. Mm-mm. No, you said don't do what? Don't jump off of that. Okay, I won't jump off of that. The old, the young Steve used to be like, what? I can do that. Oh, I'm just this, that another. Jump off in my head. Up, uh, up, uh, up. Uh, oh, up. Uh. Now I'm older. I'm wiser. You only got to tell me once. You got to listen. You only got you only got to tell me once. You got only got to tell me once about something that's gonna hurt me. You only got to tell me once. You got only, only tell me once if you don't like me. You only got to tell me once if you don't want me around. If you, you don't like tell you, me, if they don't like you. Listen, you only got to tell me once. You don't You don't have to repeat it. You only have to tell me once that you're not for me. You only have to tell me once that you don't care about me. You only got to tell me once. I don't need, I don't, you don't have to repeat a bunch of stuff to me no more. I learned my lessons. I grown well, up. Well, with, but with they drunk, Steve, and really didn't mean it. Oh, listen, that, what they say, uh, they say the most honest people is a child and, a, and an alcoholic or something like that. A, <laughs> a drunk mind speech. and a child, like, something like that. Yeah. You, no, you meant it. <laughs> you meant it. <laughs> you meant it. I a drunken, a drunken, a drunken mouth speaker, sober mind, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. You meant it. You meant it. Oh, if I ain't messing. Uh, see, you think you better than everybody in order to say another. Oh, I never said I think I'm better than everybody. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm appalled you talking like that. I never heard you. I'm shocked. Is this the way you felt about me? For real? For real? I'm like, oh, okay. Yo, I heard yo, I heard some wild stuff like a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, like, are you insulting me right on this? Are you insulting me right to my face? <laughs> and like trying to play off like you're not? Like, I know mm-hmm. an insult from a mile away. And just because I don't react like I used mm-hmm. to. I just handle you different. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. My reaction, like, what? It's not that anymore. It's not that anymore. Maturity taught me to say, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. It won't be mm-hmm. the next time. Oh, I, oh, that's how you feel. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. when you invite me places, no. 
I'm not showing up. I'm not coming. No, mm -hmm. I'm not because I know how you feel. So I, I, I suggest you get the head and you think about what happened. That ain't my Listen, job you, to tell you where. I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up one of my secrets. If you ever hear me say the word a word three times, then that mean that mean that mean that means something about to change. So if you if you hear something somebody say something crazy to me, I say cool, cool, cool. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got you, I got you, I got, I got you, I got you, got you, got you. All right, for, for real, for real, for real. Uh, if you hear me say it three times, there's no something about to change. This not. I, I hope you understand something about to change. You hear me the say Father, the three Son, times. and the Holy, the Father, <laughs> Son, and the Holy Spirit got that. Uh huh. Uh huh. The Trinity. If you hear me go with the Trinity, yeah, 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 yeah. You what? You want to? Do? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Mm hmm. Uh, that's funny. That is funny, yo. I don't know. Jokers be on some crazy stuff, man. I really do. What is that? Be on some crazy stuff. But, oh, wow, my nose is stuffed up. Mm -mm -mm. So, what you what you get, what's up with this weekend? What you getting up to before we close out? And before we run for a minute and close out uh, this weekend, anything new you no, want to look out for? Um, nothing, nothing real big. Like my my main focus is still on the crib and in the, in the, the backyards and the backyard. They got a backyard. They got a side yard and and just clearing all this stuff out for the house. Like, um, other than that, like it ain't really no. I don't really had no no crazy plans other than just enjoying life and making my wife happy. Like that's that's my plans. Yeah, you got you gotta enjoy life, man. Um. Life just too short, man. Uh like I'm from I'm from Rich Allen. Everybody know that Rich Allen projects. We just lost another. How we story. do, how we do, Richard Allen. <laughs> how we do, how we do. Yeah, man. We uh we just lost another soldier, man. Uh these streets, man, these streets don't love you, man. We mm -hmm. just lost another soldier down there, man. Uh rest in peace, peace Kareem, man. Uh Man, had kids, grandkids, uh, rest in peace, man. These streets, man, these streets just don't love you, man. You know what I mean? That's something something got to change. Something got to change. Mindset, you say, I, I don't know. You say we give people resources and they'll change. Uh, truth and matter, man, people, we, people so conditioned. So conditioned, man, they handle situation with violence. And so conditioned, they handle situation uh, aggressively. Mm -hmm. that, uh, <laughs> you got to give them at babies, bro. You really do. You got to mm -hmm. give them at babies, man. Uh, I remember I was in the, the Dyfus program over Jersey. It was a foster care program. And they said... And their model was, we'd rather give you a crib. We'd rather give them a crib today than have them behind bars tomorrow. Mm. Well, that, that what that means is, like, we're not going to have these babies in systems going to foster care to foster care foster care. But they'd rather find a, a permanent home for them, people adopt them, and they'd rather pay for that than pay for them to be in a penitentiary. 
We'll mm-hmm. pay for foster care. We'll pay for adoptive care if people are willing to take these kids in and take them in a loving family. You know what I mean? Then have them out on the streets. I have them paying or paying for them in 19 years while they're behind bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sad state that we're in right now as a, as a city, Philadelphia. And I know we got on here and, uh, and it was going to be, uh, I think, the first, I don't know what the name it was, but we started talking about politics and voting, the suppression of vote. Here's the thing about voting, right? Uh, we watched that, I forget the story on Netflix, but the brother that got killed and we went in an Italian neighborhood in New York City. You had Al Sharpton on there. You had um, Muhammad Ali on there. And they echoed the same thing that the activists activists are echoing today. Police brutality, uh, the social, the the segregation, the uh, oppression of a black man. And from that time, there have been 10 different presidents. You know what I mean? Countless amount of senators, countless amount of Congress. I'm saying all this to say, yeah, get out and vote. But we as a people must take action too. I know I said it seemed like hopeless because we're conditioned. Let's change the conditioning. Take a community can change the conditioning. You know, it takes people to start stop being scared of kids. I'm not saying nothing to that kid. He's disrespectful. Let me tell you something, right? And I and I know my kids got little fresh mouths. I know my son, my youngest one got a little fresh mouth. Probably be cursing and everything sometimes when I'm not there. Because I hear them playing those video games. You know what I mean? If I hear your child cursing your other child out in the supermarket, I'm going to ask him what's wrong with him. I swore this little girl was going to curse me out. She was about 13. Her little sister was six. She told her little sister, stop that F touching every mother effing thing. Well, what what happened? Mm-hmm. I said, excuse me. Huh? You got to talk to her like that? Like, she deserved to be talked to like that. She touching everything. I said, you, you see how you didn't use no curses talking to me? She said, yeah. You don't have to curse at her like that. You really don't. It's different mm-hmm. word, it's different words you can use. It really is. And me coming from a young lady mouth, cursing, I know they think it sounds cute. That don't sound cute. That's mm-hmm. not ladylike at, at all. Trust me, those the, I say those little boys might like, you know, but that's not ladylike. I said, do people talk to you like that? She's like, yeah. See, you don't deserve it. Nobody deserved to be talked to the way you just talked to your little sister, right? Yeah, yeah. The way you just talked to your little sister, nobody deserves to be talked to to that way. She just walked away. I know she wanted to say a mouthful to me, but she had respect of me just to walk away. What I'm saying, man. Y'all OGs, y'all allowing things to happen right before your eyes. Y'all don't have to allow that to happen. Y'all can step up. Y'all, I'm minding my own business. No, that that is your business. Your neighborhood that you live in is your business. 
that do affect you. Because those young boys do some stupid stuff, somebody going to come up and spray the neighborhood, and they're going to hit one of your kids. Mm -hmm. That's your business. When those kids are acting crazy, when they was acting crazy in school, and your kid can't get an education, that's your business. When your kid can't go on the basketball court, and your kid got a scholarship, he can't go on the basketball court and shoot hoops and practice, because they lighten up the basketball court looking for that young thug that you were scared to say something to or that thug that you ain't offer no no food to. Oh, young young boy, we, young boy, me and Raheem about to uh go go to the basketball court, shoot some and about to grab something to eat. Once you come out, grab something to eat, it's on me. That same yeah. young boy you could have said that to and got him in and talked to him, they looking for that young boy. And your son can't play basketball no more. That affects you. We can vote. But we got to be the change that we want. Hey, man, that's, I've been running for a minute. That's, that's my run. That's it. I ain't even got to say nothing after that. That's it. I ain't hey, even giving y'all nothing. He just told y'all. That's it. Hey, yo, I'm Moo, a.k.a. Mr. 21 Days, a.k.a. Moosine Thornton. And yo, I'm Steven Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Be There, aka Mr. I'm right back like I left something. And you've been running for a minute. Rock.